My next guest helps recovering perfectionists and high achievers get out of this cycle of overwhelming to-do lists, procrastination, and self-doubt. Please welcome Nicole Byers. Welcome to the Powerful Female Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Anna Patricia Bourgeois, Certified Business Coach. I am here to help you up-level, generate consistent wealth, increase your confidence, attract dream clients, and master your mindset so that you can fully own your power and achieve next-level results in your online business and beyond. Every week, a powerful conversation will take place with amazing guests, or I'll share from my experience to help inspire you to start and scale the business of your dreams while being powerfully you. The time has come to stop playing small, stop hiding, and stop waiting. Now is the perfect time for you to passionately pursue your heart's desire as the powerful leader you were born to be. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Powerful Female Leaders Podcast. I am here today with Nicole Byers. Hey, girl. Hey. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm good. I'm so excited to chat, get to know you better. I know that you are all about really helping high achievers really stop the cycle of overwhelming to-do lists and procrastination and self-doubt. But tell us more about how you actually got started in that field in the first place. (laughs) Yeah, great question. I took a little bit of a roundabout route I suppose. I am one of those kids who went to university and had no idea what I wanted to do with my Mm -hmm. life and kind of fumbled around for a couple of years until I found my passion at the time, which was I I stumbled into a course called Introduction to Human Neuropsychology. Mm. And I had this really amazing professor and she would share a story every week about a famous neuroscience case study of how things can go wrong with our brains. So I really got interested in neuroscience and psychology and I went to grad school and I thought I had this kind of plan for my career (laughs) and my life worked out like a lot of us do, right? And then after kind of getting my dream job out of university and being there for a few years, I realized I wasn't doing exactly what I wanted to do career-wise. I wasn't able to help the folks that I wanted to mm. in terms of my profession. And so I started looking at other ways to to do this. And my career has kind of morphed from there, I guess. Mm. Yeah. Like, I feel like we all go through these valleys sometimes. I'm like, oh, no, I have to pivot. Like, I want to really do this thing. So let's go for it. And yeah, I love like what you do. And I also know you have a podcast, which is really fun. (laughs) Yeah, I do. Yeah, I have a podcast. It's called The Bold Life. I actually started that when I had to make another pivot in my career. I was running a – I started a private practice doing psychology assessment and intervention here. And then like a lot of us, when the pandemic hit, my private practice was closed Mm. for six to eight weeks and I needed – something yeah. to do with my time, right? <laughs> and I'd I'd always wanted to start a podcast. It was something I was yeah. interested in. And like I said, I was pivoting a little bit in my work and my business to, to focusing more on preventing burnout for high achievers. Because what mm-hmm. I was seeing in my clinical practice, 
a lot of the time was folks who were already getting to that point of burnout, right? High achieving women, mm -hmm. especially who were juggling all the things and into mm -hmm. the pandemic, we're adding all these extra stress and these pressures, especially as yeah. women, moms, and they're burning out. And so I really wanted the podcast to be a place where I could share some strategies focusing on preventing burnout for mm -hmm. high achieving and overcoming some of those mental barriers that really keep us taking on way more than is humanly possible and burning ourselves yeah. out. Result. Yeah. So let's talk about it. <laughs> let's do like, it. like, what would you say, like, are the common signs? Like, how do you know you're actually burnt out? Yeah, a lot of us feel that burnout first in our bodies. Mm. Some of those early signs are trouble sleeping, if you're starting to lay in bed at night and you're staring at the roof and your brain won't shut off and you can't fall asleep because you're thinking about everything you need to get done tomorrow mm. or everything you didn't get done today, or you're noticing that you're tired and you're kind of dragging through your day, that tiredness, that fatigue, those sleep problems are often some early signs. Mm. Another early sign for a lot of us overachievers and recovering perfectionists are memory errors, starting to forget where you've put your phone. You can't mm. remember what's on your grocery list. You're, that word's on the tip of your tongue and you just can't quite think of it and it's right there and you can't quite find it. These are some of the early warning signs that our brain gives us that we're running on empty, we're starting to burn out and we maybe need to pay a little bit of attention to what's going on. Mm, yeah, I love that. Thank you for sharing that. I'm sure like a lot of people can identify some of those signs before it actually hits us or like how, do you feel like we actually realize it while we're in it or before or like like how do you see it evolving yeah ideally we'd be able to notice some of these early signs but often the case is that it needs to build up to such a level that it's starting to impact how we're doing so we're not mm -hmm. sleeping and so we're struggling to get through our day or we're so forgetful we're making errors that work or we start to worry about, you know, we're losing our minds or something's really mm -hmm. going on. And that's when we start to seek out help and seek out support because often we ignore these early signs, right? We mm -hmm. think, oh, if I just keep pushing through, if I just keep working harder, mm -hmm. then I'll be able to figure it all out. But that's not really the case. And when we get into that, I'm just going to keep working mentality mm -hmm. and that mindset, unfortunately, just leads to more of that burnout and overwhelm. Mm, yes. I've I've been guilty of this for sure. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> me too. Me too. Yeah. And so what would you say is like the solution? Like how do you actually help your clients? Yeah. So we focus a lot on productivity and time management mm -hmm. because that's kind of an area of personal interest for myself. But also I find that once we can get our priorities under control, once we feel mm. more in control of our day and our schedule, and we aren't trying to juggle 4 million things <laughs> at once, that frees up a lot of brain space for other stuff, right? Mm. If my brain is not trying to juggle thinking about that work meeting I have coming up and that project that I need to finish and that client call I need to return, it's a lot easier to focus on what I'm doing in the moment, which means mm. I'm using less resources, my brain is using less energy, and I'm going to stay more focused, get more done, and avoid that burnout. And so I really mm. focus on on how do we manage our time? How do we set those priorities? And how, like I mentioned earlier, can we overcome some of those mental barriers that we've learned throughout our lives, like mm. the drive to succeed, that pressure to hustle and work all the time, perfectionism, people pleasing, all these mm. mental habits that we've really learned throughout our lives that can keep us feeling like we need to go, go, go all the time. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, I, I totally, totally relate. And I know a lot of people will too. 
And what would you say about, you know, having boundaries? Like, is that, does that count as a mental thing too, that you talk with your clients? Yeah, absolutely. I think boundaries are such an important part of Mm -hmm. self-care. And we're starting to talk about that more and more, not just you know, with my clients, but in popular culture, right? That's such something that we're coming to recognize is so important for our health mm-hmm. and well-being. And I think something to keep in mind too is it's not just boundaries with other people. We don't need to just put boundaries in place with our work, for example, and say, you know, mm-hmm. here's when I'm done. But it's boundaries for ourselves too. So what am I going to say yes to? What am I going to say no to? How am I going to make those choices for myself and not put all that pressure on me to mm-hmm. say yes when I really don't have that time. So absolutely creating some boundaries, creating some space in your life for all the different parts of you and all the things that you love is so important. Yes. Ah, oh, amen. I love it. <laughs> yeah. And I'm also, I'm sure that you also talk about delegating uh, some tasks, like all of these things, I feel like they all play a major part in having less on our plates, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Delegating is a great strategy. One thing I always say to keep in mind too is when we're thinking about delegating, we don't have to necessarily have another person to delegate to. Delegation Mm. can be things like automating things Mm, in your life. You know, where can we take off some of that mental load? If I can automate my appointment reminders, for example, that's one Mm -hmm. less thing I have to do. Even if I don't have a person or an assistant to do that, there's computer programs that do that (laughs) now, right? All of these things just make it a little bit easier for our brain. Yeah, I feel like it's like a little adaptation that you have to do at first, like when you're not used to it, but it makes all the difference. Um, Yeah, that's such a good point. And I think that's sometimes why we resist taking on some of these strategies because it's work, right? It does take a little bit of work to set these things up and to get used to them because our brains need a little bit of practice. Mm -hmm. They need some repetition to get into these new routines. And so it does take some effort at the front end, but all those benefits at the back end. Yes, absolutely. So I want us to talk about the mental side because I work with a lot of high achievers, a lot of women in business, women in leadership position, and there's a lot of mental that comes in there, like the self-doubt and the procrastination. Mm-hmm. Like these are all the big things that, you know, comes up regularly. So what would you say is like the number one thing that we should look at um, with our mindset? in general? Yeah, that's a great question. I'd say one thing that we definitely want to keep an eye out for are those signs, just like you said, of doubt and procrastination, which can really be a sign of that inner perfectionist. And Mm -hmm. that, especially for high achievers, as you said, when you're working with women in leadership and in high Mm -hmm. levels who have worked so hard to get to that point in their careers, some of these mindset strategies have been really helpful in the past, right? It's probably been really helpful for you to hustle to get to that point. Mm. It's probably been really helpful to hold yourself to really high standards and help you succeed in school and in your business. But there becomes a point where that drive for perfection turns into a bit of a monster, where we worry Mm. about making mistakes. So we doubt ourselves, which can lead us to procrastinate because we don't want to make mistakes, right? And Mm. then it just continues this cycle where we're really holding ourselves back. So keeping the signs of resistance for Mm -hmm. your brain, if your brain is starting to push back against you taking action, that's probably a sign there's something mindset related going on behind the scenes. Yeah. Let's talk about the word mistake. (laughs) Like I, I really took that word. I'm like, yes, I'm always turning my mistakes into lessons. Like I always see things as, as a stepping stone 
as a learning curve, as a, as something that's going to help me get to that next level or that next goal. So I feel like the words that we use also have a huge impact as well on our mindset. Yeah. One simple one there is when you make a mistake, do you think I failed or I'm a failure, mm, right? Yeah. Saying I, I failed is an action. That's a thing that happened and you can learn from it, right? But if I'm a yeah. failure, when I make a mistake, our brains interpret that as something about ourselves, mm. something about our core values and who we are as a person. And that sends up a lot of those, that resistance in our brain because our brain says, well, I don't want to feel like a failure ever mm. again. So let's not get into that situation versus like you said, if I make a mistake or I have a setback and that's just something that happened, it's a, uh, I failed, it's a thing. It's a lot easier to use that as a learning experience. Yes. I love it. Love it so much. (laughs) So I ask this to everyone who comes on the show, what does being a powerful leader mean to you? Yeah. I think for me, being a powerful leader is being someone who is open to change, open to new ways of thinking and new possibilities. I think a lot of the struggles that we have right mm-hmm. now in our world with leadership are we get really stuck in mm-hmm. our ways and we don't see that there's other ways of doing things or other ways of thinking or other perspectives. Mm-hmm. And that can really lead to problems for ourselves, but also for our communities, our teams and our businesses. So being really open to those experiences is powerful for a leader. Yes. I always say like, if you have an opportunity to get uncomfortable or do something you've, you haven't done yet, like go for it. Like that's how you grow. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I love it. So I'm really curious, like growing up, like, did you imagine you'd be doing the work that you're doing today? Probably not. No, not not <laughs> at least in this in this way. That's for sure. Um, I I thought when I was younger, I mm-hmm. would go to university. I'd get a job of some kind, and I'd kind of stay in that job for yeah. the rest of my life. Right. I think a lot of us, you know, my my parents at least had jobs like that. Right. They had careers and they stayed in them forever. And I've had mm-hmm. quite a few pivots in my <laughs> career since university now, and I'm. I think I'm very fortunate to have been able to to take advantage of those when they came to me, but I definitely wouldn't have expected them, you know, 10, 15, 20 years ago. That's for sure. (laughs) We love different things and and we're not afraid to go for it and be adventurous. (laughs) Yeah. I think that's been a learning experience for me too about myself is that that is okay to be that way. And that that leads me to a lot of new opportunities. And I don't need to be, like I said, kind of stuck in one way of thinking throughout my whole life. Yes, exactly. Ah, I love this so much. And yeah, like, do you know, like, have any last piece of wisdom that you'd like to share with the audience today? I would just say to keep in mind that we only have so many brain resources that we can use every day, mm-hmm. and you get to choose how you use those resources. So choosing those priorities, choosing where you put your focus, mm-hmm. your time, and your energy is really up to you and making those decisions. Yes. Make wise choices, people. (laughs) Awesome. So where can people go to connect with you further online? Best place is probably my website. It's drnicolebyers.com. I have links to my podcast and my blog on there and a bunch of other free resources for folks too. Awesome. Well, go check it out. Nicole is amazing. Thank you so much again for coming today on the show. Oh, thanks for having me. 
Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Powerful Female Leaders Podcast. If you love this episode, make sure to spread the message, leave a review and subscribe. I would forever be grateful for you. I also want to hear from you and I want to know your feedback and your questions for future episodes. So don't be shy, say hi and send me a message at Powerful Female Leaders Podcast on Instagram. Until then, I'll see you on the next episode.